What's up, everybody? I'm Davis. I'm Brian. I'm Odom. I'm Schroeder. And this is How Did How You did Miss you That? Do we, no. Oh, yeah, we do that at the do end. We? I'm sorry. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm the you co- had me thinking we, I missed something. No, you're right. I'm the caboose, man. You're right. This I'm is sorry. my caboose. You're right. Get out of the caboose. I'm out of the caboose. I'm not even sure. What show is out of his caboose. caboose? What show is this, David? How did you miss that? A uh, show is. where we revisit uh, pop culture movie icons uh, that some or all or few or one of us have missed over the years, and uh, we talk about it. Uh, this episode, we've got a hot boy in the hot seat. His name is Brian Fisher. Brian, mm-hmm. what did you miss that? No. Whoops. How did you, <laughs> what did you, how did you miss, you miss that? that? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I started down... You what? know, like you know, that. like in soft sand, there's like tracks, and so you're like riding a dirt bike, and then you get caught in it. I was yeah. like, I started to use a tone of a different yeah. thing, and yeah. so I just switched <laughs> over. Oh my goodness. What that did you miss? By the way, Merry Christmas, everyone! Yeah, yeah. look, Merry it's early Christmas. in the morning. It's almost noon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> almost noon on Christmas yes. Eve. Ooh. Yeah, it's totally Christmas Eve right now. Yep. We're not recording this yep. ahead of time. We're getting ready to open our presents tomorrow morning. Yes. And in the spirit uh, of Christmas, Brian has been a Scrooge. And miss I have one of the most important Christmas movies. You've, you've been a real Mr. Potter. Well, I feel like, uh, <laughs> yes, I, I get that reference now. Who is who is just Ebenezer Scrooge, Scrooge minus any character growth? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, what's the movie? In fact, what's like the movie? negative okay, character uh, growth. It's a Wonderful Life, which you probably already saw in the title, but at, yeah. least, you, at least you've admitted it. You're right. It's good. I don't yeah. know. Some people probably they just get so excited when they see that new that new episode in their podcast links or whatever they're just like i'm not even gonna read it sometimes your <laughs> podcast app actually cuts off the title so you, you might not even see the full thing yeah they're like it's a wonderful what it's a wonderful what <laughs> tell me please why yeah. is it already three minutes into this podcast and i don't know well it's a wonderful life. um classic. yeah so i feel like uh the last podcast we did that was my failure mission impossible and this one that, again they're like pretty egregious ones how did um, you miss this one? It's maybe on, the it's, worst. This might be the worst defense so what far. What was your What was your last one that you missed? Mission, Mission Impossible. Impossible. This one, I think, is a w- bit worse. more of a classic. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Time although, will, although time will yeah, tell. Mission Impossible is super in pop culture. That, like this is not super pop. Well, I mean, this is, like literally the wait, most hold, famous. Let's see how Mission Impossible and It's a Wonderful Life hold up in like fifty years. <laughs> <laughs> I will say though, I'm like, I bet kids these days don't watch this movie. I mean, I, I, I was thinking the same thing. Like, I watched because my grandparents have, and my parents love the movie. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna have to introduce my Scott my Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, <laughs> Jimmy Stewart. It was well. I mean, people didn't watch it when it came out, so that's that's a, a lot of people missed that. It, oh, really? When it originally came out, it wasn't didn't really a thing. It? it wasn't a thing until the grand old television time of uh, wow. of the '60s and '70s when uh, affiliates were looking for cheap movies to play. And uh, because this movie didn't do well, it was mute that. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and because this movie didn't do well, um, it was really cheap for uh, local affiliates to get and run on their channels. Also, I think I so. saw in there because there's a colorization version. When I was looking up, I'm like, whoa, oh, they colorized man, it. Yeah. But it sounds like one of the original creators of the movie was like, yes, let's colorize it. He like paid for a sample. Really? And they loved it, but then they found out wow. that technically it falls under uh, fair use or Creative Commons or something like that. So actually, it's been like colorized by a bunch of different companies huh. and yeah. a bunch of other stuff. So yeah, I, I so did watch it in in color. You the, didn't? No, I did. Oh, you oh, did? What? Yeah. Oh my god! I I'm gonna oh, be honest. What? I almost did it because I'm like, oh, I've I've never seen this in color. I wonder how it'll be. But I I'm was, like, I was no, curious. no, no. I gotta watch it. How did it look? 
I, it, honestly, better than I thought. It's still a little well, wonky. The one because like, I, I looked still... at it, that one was a twenty. That was like a two thousand seven recoloring. Yeah, I looked. Was at that, that on Amazon? Yeah, the one on yeah. Amazon. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't watch that. No, but but yes, they've colorized it a bunch of times, and yes, it is famous because of television. And, oh, uh, yeah, that's. Wow. Uh, and yet I still missed it. Um, still miss it. It's on TV. It I was watched so cheap it. That Let- it was on every TV every Christmas. <laughs> that makes I mean, sense because actually, for like forty we wa- years we watched it on our cable subscription because like we don't cord cut yet. Huh. Well, okay, on boomer. demand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, it. it's also and it worked. <laughs> it was just free. Yeah, I watched it on free demand. as hell on Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. free. Free could have done that too. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so do you know? Do you know how you missed it? Um. I, I guess we never watched it as a family. Like, I, I, it's possible I watched this as, like, a tiny kid, like, maybe with my grandparents and parents, but I, I don't remember that. I, I definitely didn't watch it at any point in my life where I would have remembered it. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't really know why I missed this. I really like Christmas movies. Um, like it's I, like the Christmas movie. I know. I think it... I, I think it's the most famous Christmas movie. It sounds like you're most blaming your family. It does sound like you're blaming your family. It it's just yeah. It but White Christmas, like, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, uh, are like the like cl- classics. But yeah. like I yeah. love I love the story of a Christmas Carol. Uh, I love oh, the Muppet rendition of it. Uh, that that's like my favorite Christmas movie is Muppet Christmas Carol. Um, Die I, Hard, Lethal Weapon, yeah. obviously I, other great even, Christmas movies. Elf. <laughs> Batman Returns. No. Uh, it's I've a even, Christmas movie, but boo. <laughs> uh, I've even watched like bad Christmas movies. Like I've, I've love watched, actually. Like, <laughs> no, that's a good Christmas movie. I love that movie. I, yeah, I, but I, like there's there's look, there's an inherent like sappy sentimentality to Christmas, Christmas movies. movies. Yeah, like I they're they're them. allowed to be that. Yep. But there are some stinkers. You were like, listen. It's pretty easy to make a pretty good Christmas movie, and when they're bad, you're like, you just. You I mean, try. Hallmark every year. Yeah, yeah. Hallmark Netflix's Christmas. We Prince. I've watched several the of the, the Netflix like. I'm sorry, Christmas made for Netflix. Movies. There was one I saw an animated one called like Claus that I did Cla- want to see. Claus is supposed to be really good. I want to see. I just it. don't oh, really? have time to see it. I mean, I saw all the the Santa Claus movies. Um, Those are modern classics. Yeah, I've seen Elf, the Santa. Wait Cla- for it, Claus. Claus yeah. Um, tell me what a clause was as a kid. Remember Martin Short was Jack Frost in the third one? I never saw the third one. Oh. Um, so don't, so just I guess one. next year, next how year, did I miss that? Uh-oh, how did you miss the seminal trilogy? I love how did you and most people I also missed, missed a Miracle on 34th Street, which we like debated. Whether oh, that is true. You do suck. I forgot that you're terrible at Christmas. Yeah. So I, I, get, I think here, it came, here's it the came thing. to this because I, I think this one is... I don't know. I think it's more timeless. It's more important. So I don't know. It's never been remade. So that's that's kind of nice. I've always been interested in seeing. They've taken. I, I feel like this has been spun off though a lot. This is they all, haven't. This done is it. already just they a Dickens spin off. But yeah, like it is. Yeah. It is. Um, yeah. Uh, I I've always been interested in seeing this movie. Um, but I just feel like I was never in the situation to watch it. Like, I don't feel like you weren't near a TV. Yeah. With a TV. (laughs) No, no. Like (laughs) you said, you've had cable all your life. 
no, no, no. Like this, I feel like this is a movie that should be watched with other people. And I was like never in a situation where a group of people that I was with wanted to watch It's a Wonderful Life. Like I don't, it's not a Probably movie that I Probably because they had already just, seen it a bunch of times. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But my family, like what? Like, I don't know. Maybe they had seen it a bunch of times when they were growing up or whatever. If it didn't want to share it maybe with my sister and I. Maybe they were secretly watching it without you. Okay. Cool. Well, maybe. Yeah, all right. Sad. All right. Well, what did you what did you think it was about? Yeah. What did you think? I mean, you, you should get the broad strokes here, just based on pop culture for the last fifty years. But what did you think it was about? No. Uh oh. Well, but nope. if, he, if he hasn't nope. seen it, then nothing. he doesn't know anything. No, you actually, you even you were the star of Warped Christmas three when we did. It's a wonderful. Oh, life. I know, and we'll get there because okay. I did not realize that till. 30 minutes were left in the movie when th- that like plot point comes Did you in. know did you know that Warp Christmas 4 was Die Hard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew that one. Okay. Okay. Uh yeah, nope, didn't didn't realize that that's what Warp Christmas 3 was about. I'm sure you guys told me that when we made that video. It was in black and but, white. And it was in black and white. <laughs> yep. Most but people no. would have gotten that except for people that saw it in color. <laughs> uh yeah so the only reason why i think i missed it is just i i don't think i've watched a lot of old movies like i, I also haven't seen casablanca okay it's fine you it's haven't fine. seen anything but the question was <laughs> the question was what, what, you what was, was what was your major in in college yeah by the way communications <laughs> we stu- I, I did a term Wait, paper on sorry. frank capra like come on okay it was with an emphasis in uh, video production and film theory but what, whatever I don't know. I I didn't go this far back in watching stuff. I'm sorry. We totally feel, did. I'm really we glad. We were in the same classes. You were skipping assignments? Guys, he's uncultured. It's fine. That's fine. It's fine. What it's did okay. you think it's about? Uh, I'm trying to avoid the question because I know so little. No, go. Here we go. Go. Well, you wrote it down. Uh, this is going to be a fun ride. Okay. Uh, yeah, I really... All I really know about this movie is that it takes place around Christmas. Jimmy Stewart's in it. And there's a famous scene where I think they're on a balcony and he says something about the moon to a woman that I assume he's on a date on and says, hey, you see the moon? Wouldn't it be nice if I got you the moon? Why don't I get a lasso and get you the moon? <laughs> I think you just broke you just broke Davis with your Jimmy Stewart impression. It's not just a Jimmy Stewart impression. It's that it's like, it's it's like, like an off-brand. It's like he didn't want to... You just got all the words wrong, but like the idea is right. Yeah. It's like... When people have those shirts about famously plagiarism. unquoted, yeah. <laughs> like unquoted or misquoted things, thing, yeah. Um, yeah. like Luke, I am your father, or stuff like that, where it's like, That's you, you want to want the moon? I'll grab, I'll get you the, I'll, I'll get, grab you the moon and oh, bring it to you. I'll put a rope around it. And <laughs> bring it on over. Huh. Anyways, <laughs> yes, continue. Um, yeah. Uh, so story-wise, my guess is that Jimmy Stewart's character is a guy who's hard on his luck. During the holidays, uh, maybe he just got fired from his job and is feeling depressed and bummed out while everyone else seems joyful and happy. Uh, my guess is the woman from the balcony scene is his love interest. He meets her at some point and she's nice to him and is like a ray of light during a dark time in his life. So he falls head over heels for her and wants to do any romantic thing he can to win her heart, even if it means getting the moon. Or maybe just getting a job. Cool. Sweet. Is that that it? 
That's it. That's <laughs> it's a wonderful life. Super did, did, simple story. Did you I'm, get the balcony part from? Uh, you got Almighty? it from Bruce Almighty. Oh my god! Because that's because right. they show that in Bruce <laughs> yeah. Almighty. They show that whole scene. Totally right. <laughs> huh? Yep. <laughs> yep. That's where that came from. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right. All right. Cool. 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 Okay. So, uh, do you think you're gonna like it? Uh, I do think I'm gonna like it. Uh, I I like most Christmas movies. Like, I I you know even like Harold and Kumar's Christmas special. Um, was that a whole was movie or was that one? No, that was the third one. That was a movie in three D. I forgot that was a movie. <laughs> I didn't see oh. that one. Did I miss much? I mean, no. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, there it is. You can stop it. Uh, but like, Escape from Guantanamo Bay. I, I feel like. Uh, I don't know with Christmas movies, there's like a pretty wide margin for error. Like I, I'm just very forgiving with them because I think the sentiment and spirit of them is enjoyable. So um, even if this movie's slow, which like I was worried about it, it being um, go, going into it because it's an older movie. Uh, I yeah, I think I'll I'll still like it because it's a Christmas movie. Okay, okay. well. Uh, if you please get the fuck out of here. Uh, yep. Yes, please. Just, just go into the other room and close right. the door. Yeah, out. I'm going. Goodbye. Kindly hurry the fuck up. It's cool. We're just burning CD time. Well, yep. Brian takes us a little, little time. All right. I mean, he's he's gonna like it. It's a great movie. It's just it's wonderful. It's like a wonderful movie, and it's a wonderful <laughs> life. And uh, are, are we all gonna assume life? Are we going to assume Yeah, love? I mean, Anyone I'm assuming he, even if At he least doesn't, like, he's going to love. because he knows we're just going to shit all over him if he says anything other I, than that. I, I feel like I you should have think... your honest opinion in this. So. Oh, yeah. I always bring my – he'll bring his honest opinion. I think maybe even love. I, I don't know. Like, it's a movie that as you get older, it just gets even better. Like, yeah, because you basically – you basically you like relate yeah, more to his I've – never, I've never related to this movie yeah. more in my life, and it's just like, damn, it's so good. Right. Yeah. And also, it is whatever this. This is not. I would not say this is the slow movie. The, the dialogue is like so fast. They're all doing bits. It's actually like thirty Rocky in at times. Like almost like <laughs> every line is like a zing. It's pretty yeah. fun. And you cover like a pretty significant amount of time in, mm-hmm. in his life. Yeah, so. you cover like the first forty years. You know, it yeah. jumps around. But right. um, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, that's, yeah, that's I, a short I, one. I, I think he's want to save. Like yeah, let's save the more in depth discussion for when he comes back. So. uh Okay, well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, we'll find out what Brian thinks about It's a Wonderful Life. Back and Brian hath seeneth the movie. Brian, what'd you think of It's a Wonderful Life? I loved it. Yay! Yay. Super, super loved it. Was very pleasantly surprised slash not surprised. It's such a classic. Like, this is a phenomenal movie and super holds up. Like, I, I don't know. It's and like people at the time called it cheesy. Well, fuck them. They're all no, dead. I, <laughs> I think I 1946. Think there's there's probably some people still alive. You're right. You're right. 
But the people nobody that, that nobody that made the movie is still alive, and no one, no one that like was old enough to critique it. To critique the yeah. movie is still alive. It's so. such a well-made movie, like for how old it is. Like the the pacing is so good. Like I, you know, I was saying I was worried that it was going to be slow. It's not slow. It it's well paced. Um, the 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 writing I think is really good. It's so the clever. Acting's really good. Jimmy Stewart shows a ton of range throughout the movie. It's Jimmy Stewart, baby. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it was really good. I was blown away. It's like, I, I, I think it's like the Citizen Kane of Christmas movies. Cool. Uh, I, yeah, that's a great, I would, I would also agree with that. The, um, the, the only thing that I forgot that I think that, that shows its age is there are cuts in the movie where they just yeah. cut a take so in the I, middle. It, of it. Especially when, uh, I think that his was uncle was, had that interaction with, with Mr. Uh, Potter in the yeah. bank. Potter. There were several really weird cuts. Yeah. They had scene. a lot of jump cuts throughout the movie, but is that indicative of the time? Period? I think it was more of a, there was times where there was just like some, a little bit of film missing. I, I'm wondering mm, if yeah. it's just like some restoration. Okay. Cause issues. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen that only in real, the time. It was also only in like real two. It was only in the back half where huh. the sort of technical that's true. Happening. But like so. that's true. Yeah. But it's I don't know. It's I assume not important. for but like it, that specific scene, they either like some footage got lost or something because it did seem like they really had to stitch that yeah. together. But the pacing still seemed really good. So like the even though the like visually the cuts were weird, I thought. Like the way they flowed and like audio wise, they they yeah, still just, all worked. It's a minor so. point in like just like I don't know a pretty flawless movie. Yeah, I don't know. It, yeah, it, yeah. I'm not really yeah. using that as like a knock it, again. It, I just it, didn't, right. I didn't it, remember it, that it as a kid or whatever. A little, yeah, it, it's just noticeable. Definitely resonated with me more. Oh my god, than I, I've ever had. I mean, and I think it's just like it's it's the most relatable. It's it's like sort of we're in our 30s now. It we can relate to to him the most uh you know feelings of regret feelings of what could have gone differently in our mm-hmm. lives because i the last time i saw this i think was like five years ago i was still in my 20s you're still like ah we're still moving up in the world there's there's all the possibilities are are endless and now you're in a point of your life where you know you're pretty self-actualized so you realize you're this is your life trajectory so then you do start to think back on on what could be different and it's sort of a very emotional and reassuring movie that like you know you got to appreciate what the you path have you're on. And, and, yeah. and the path you're on yeah um i don't i cried like five I, times in this fucking movie. I, I don't <laughs> like jesus yeah. fuck yeah. i never I, and i've never cried at this movie before and it was ridiculous i don't i i don't i don't think there was a better time to watch this movie i i mean i i'm bummed i missed it when i was younger because it's it's clearly an amazing movie uh like i i think well ahead of its time from when it was made um and but but watching it now even just like watching it this year um with like kind of the, the roller coaster year we've we've been on personally just i don't know it felt like a really fitting christmas to to watch this movie yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah <clears throat> and i'm sure that uh as we get even older 
It's like even more lady. It's than just like more, more, more and more of like the movie right. will unlock. Like, like when we have kids until we're like so forty. So I'll just be like, where, like where he cut up. Hey, wasn't he like thirty-five? He, he was Actually, like, you're right because they all said like, she's an old maid at thirty-three or something yeah. like that. I'm yeah. like, all right, wait a minute. I think she did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, she never wed, so she's an old maid. I'm trying to remember. So he was a librarian. What they say he was like twenty-seven or twenty-eight, right? But when the day that he found out he had kids, so like. He would be at the right. oldest in his mid thirties. Yeah, he's there. he's like mid thirties. I'm like, all right, yep. because yeah, we, you know, we back in the old days, you didn't have internet. What are you gonna do? Yeah, Just make, that, make that some is babies. true. And then you, you see a girl walk down the street, and that's your porn. <laughs> <laughs> all the guys just turn their heads and almost get hit by cars. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, should we just? I mean, I think yeah, I think it's time to dive on, on in. in. Dive in. Dive on in. Dive on it. All right, uh, we open on a shot of Bedford Falls as a bunch of George Bailey's family members pray for him, which, interestingly, doesn't actually ever happen in the movie, I don't think. No, well, it's well, happening they while talk he's about killing it. himself, or while he's about to kill himself. They, I, the, the family talks about it as he's, like, leaving the house. Oh, I guess, yeah. I guess because I guess the kids are like, should I pray for him? Like, yeah, go yeah. for it. Yeah. But his brother prays for him Yeah, in like, there? the whole he, town. His brother like, We're starting to get made the arrest. All I right? know, I know. It's just saying it doesn't... A hundred percent. We're it's in, like, the, it's we're like, in the climax. It's kind of like Fight Club, where like yeah. the start and when they get back, you're like, it's not quite like this. Anyways, not important. I'm already getting sidetracked. Um, <laughs> uh, then we cut to outer space, where a dude. pair of angels represented as galaxies are tied. This is like, dude, this is crazy. This like, is so funny. This, also, Futurama honest, heavily borrowed that. I, honestly, <laughs> like, this scene like immediately set the tone for me. It was like, oh. This movie's like ahead of its time. Like I, I, I know that it was like super low tech, like low budget, like showing the galaxies like lighting that up. That was probably and talking. pretty high budget back then. Yeah, that but just... yeah, probably was high budget. And I thought super high concept. Like the writing of it was really cool and funny. Yeah, and uh, you know, I think it would be interesting to like reimagine that or visualize that with like modern technology. And effects, but like I thought that was a really cool, creative way to do it, and I think you know it served the yeah. story really An- well. Angels are galaxies, yeah. <laughs> or they, I mean, they're real people, but they also yeah they're represented as that. Uh, we definitely but, don't need the remastered version where they redo those VFX. Yeah, let's not Star Wars let's special not. edition. But uh, yeah. that blew me away. I didn't know there was like a supernatural element to it, and there'd be like angels and stuff in it. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so it blew me away from the start. Uh, Joseph is one of them. I can't remember the other guy's name, but they're saying they're hearing a lot of prayers for a George Bailey. One of them asks who they're going to send, and it's Clarence, a wingless angel with the IQ of a rabbit, but the faith of a child. Simple. Uh, they call him over uh, and give him the skinny about how George Bailey seemed about committing suicide. Um, there's a funny bit about how he only has an hour to dress. He's like, what are they wearing these days? And they're yeah. like, like, you're going to just, don't you want to know about this guy before we send him? You're like, oh, okay. Um, and then he asks if he can get his wings if he accomplishes his mission because after 200 years, people are starting to talk. <laughs> <laughs> He's a simple boy. It's, it's, simple it's really funny because they, they have, like, it's almost commentary, but not, it's not, like, really commentary. It's just, like, a fun way to be, like, here are angels, but they're, like, kind of, like, Seinfeld characters yeah. almost. So they're just, like, they're just, like, sassy boys. Yeah, they, um, like, made their own world of angels. Yeah, yeah, and they have fun throughout the whole time. Yeah. Um, uh, they say yes, then they start ter- uh, telling Clarence about George. As a 12-year-old boy, he they show him sliding down. Uh, well, we, on... get our, we get our weird, like, oh, I can't see anything because he doesn't yeah. have his wings. Oh, it's so... all cloudy, and he's like, when you get wings. Yeah, so, so the whole movie, I mean, like, the first 
hour of the movie, basically, is uh, a retelling of his life through Clarence's eyes, mm-hmm. which is kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, narrate, they yeah, narrate, yeah. And then the sorry. back the back half is when he kind of gets into it. Yep. Wait, um, when when does it when is it not through Clarence's eyes when he comes when down he's to there? Earth? Oh, okay, yeah. dude. That's yeah. That's like an hour and a half in. Yeah, There's yeah. Very most little of the movie, movie is a re- is a recap right. of, of his life. But, yeah. I mean, it's it's the important part. Yeah. That's what yeah. that's what I always forget. Is I'm like the 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 thing you remember the most is like when he sees his life without it. But you're like, oh, that's like small. Just it's the actually final... not even the most yeah. emotional part is like seeing his life with. I don't know that that. It's, I think it's the part like right before he goes to the bridge. Yeah, there's there's, yeah. there's a bunch of parts. There's a bunch we're of just... emotional moments, but yeah, like the the Back to the Future two alt universe wasn't like my didn't hit me that hard. Like yeah, I don't know. Anyway. No, I agree, and that was we'll get there. But it was really surprising that it was that late in the movie to yeah. me because that now that it's I know what everyone that, remembers. Yeah, yeah. But, it's all, it's all but, set up, but this isn't but... called. This is a wonderful alternate universe. It's called. It's wonderful life. But, but it happened so late. I didn't realize this was that movie, which yeah. is like I, I didn't realize that this was the Warped Christmas three movie until it that happened. We, until that happened that late in the movie, Anyways. yeah. And it's and it's a easy to remember part, except for like the movie is like it's through his whole life basically. Once his dad has a stroke, it's, it's like a char- it's a character. Yeah, you yeah. just you just yeah. get that he has to keep making you know all these sacrifices for other people. So it's, right, you, right. like that that bit really like drives home how important he was, but. It's there throughout the whole movie, so that's yeah. why I think, yeah, you, don't, you didn't need it to be a big part of the movie. Um, yeah, so they're all, him and his friends are all sliding down the hill on, the on like, on shovels. shovels. As <laughs> you do, pre-World on, War Onto a frozen <laughs> pond. Well, I was like, those are huge shovels, and I'm like, oh, I guess in California, those are, like, specifically those sho- snow, sh- snow shovels. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. we don't, I've, you know, you that can't find you one of those shovels here. Maybe sluts. in Mammoth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're all sliding in, they're having fun, uh, and then Harry, George's brother, uh, slides in last and he falls into a part where the ice there's no ice on top and so george dives in and saves him but he gets a bad cold which gives him an ear infection and he loses mm. uh hearing in his ear yep uh he eventually goes back to work uh, at a candy store um that a guy named mr gower owns uh what he, what were like child labor laws like? You just work this time whatever. Period. I don't know, man. This, this is so, you have kids to like fill the workforce. Yeah. So if, if we if, so if we extrapolate, it's like World War One. It I. ends it's like 1918 the, or something like that. Yeah, because because uh, the movie yeah, ends at the yeah. end of World War Two. It yeah. ends in and so he's this yeah. is like 30 years before that or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, he's just working at a candy store. He gives the flirty girl Violet some shoelaces, which I guess is like licorice, licorice. Yeah. Um, uh, but refuses to help her off her stool. Uh, and then he starts telling Mary, the other girl, about coconuts because, you know, he's getting her chocolate ice cream. And he's like, coconuts. He's like, I don't like coconuts. And then he's like, coconuts come from Fiji Islands, and he's going to be an explorer. And uh, what's the the Truman Show? It's like a Truman Show. You're going to live all your dreams, like, buddy. Yeah. Sure you are, buddy. Yeah. We're gonna, you're going to go visit all those places that you want to go. And you're going to have all the coconut. You're going to have all the coconut you can eat. <laughs> and your ear will fix, too. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and he's going well, to be an explorer for the National Geographic. Uh, she whispers into his deaf ear that she's going to love him till the day he dies. Uh, as he rambles on, he mentions he's going to have three or four harems and maybe even a couple of wives. <laughs> yeah. Lol. Uh, hey, it's, what a, again, there's no porn and you're a kid. But you you got to imagine this stuff. I'm going to have also, harems. Also, you know, he does, it's, too, it's innocent. He's a kid. He, has no yeah. idea. he doesn't have any ram. It's all simple to him. Simple. Like a Clarence, who's a simple who's a simple, guy. Who's a simple uh, guy. Although Clarence is like not as simple as him. No, he's, they, he's they like, kind of. He's a little smarter than a rabbit. He's yeah, reading that, Tom Sawyer. 
He's like a hilarious. new addition. I like yeah. Him. Um, he starts singing um, and getting Violet their ice cream, and then a distraught Mr. Gower comes out to shush him. Uh, he sees the telegram transcript that says his, that Mr. Gower's son died of influenza, uh, the That's, flu. Yeah. And uh, so Georgie goes in to comfort him, and he asks there if he can so help. Many, oh, there was so many good moments here. Just yeah. like, uh, like mm-hmm. the introduction, he's peering through a hole, and then you see like the whiskey bottle that's yep. just cut through the hole in the glass. Everything else is fogged out, so it's giving you a glimpse of it. And then, yeah, they just keep building to it. And then, yeah, the father has tears in his eyes, and but he's still being a, trying to be crotchety and mm-hmm. doing work. Well, and, and he he's filling a prescription, but he puts Accidentally he puts poison, poison in it. Good thing that it's just labeled poison, like a cartoon. <laughs> but, well, but, then the kid could understand. Yeah, at least it's, it makes it easy for the audience to understand, makes it easy for him to understand. We got it. Poison. It's, it's not whatever the chemical name is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he gives him, he tells him to deliver this medicine to a girl who has diphtheria, and then that's when he notices it has poison. He's uneasy about delivering it. Um, and then he sees a sign that says, Ask Dad. He knows best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he goes to see his dad. Uh, his dad is in the middle of a heated argument with Mr. Potter, the local Ebenezer Scrooge type, who wants yeah. uh, Bailey Sr. to be more aggressive about collecting loans. Uh, Potter calls him an idiot, and uh, George gets angry at, at Mr. Potter. Yep. Uh, he kind of – his dad just, like – he even, like, hits him at one point. But his dad basically, like, shoes him out of the office um, and uh, – George goes back to the store where Mr. Gower is on a call about the medicine that was supposed to be delivered. He grabs George in the back and starts yelling at him and hitting him. And then George says that he didn't deliver the pills because he knows he accidentally put poison in them in his state of emotional distress. And then Mr. Gower realizes what he does. Then he tastes the poison. No, he, right. Doesn't he no, smell he it? Or? Yeah, he he, like, he gave it a little dab on his, on his tongue. Do dab, He's like, do I don't know if this is poison. That's, Let me this, give it a little this taste. Is, I mean, this is movie sh- textbook movie shorthand. Yeah. Yeah. You, always, you just have a little, little dibble. It's what everyone does with every cocaine ever. Heroin, yeah. cocaine, yeah. yeah all that's how the Dread Pirate that's Roberts became immune to iocane poison, is you just took a little bit every day. Yeah, that's what you do. Alcohol's poison. But we're setting... <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. Um, yeah, so, uh, I mean, yeah, it's just, I don't know, you're just showing... George is, like, a good guy. He's, like, the best guy. Yeah, this yeah. also, like, was the first thing that broke me. I'm like, oh, God. Uh, the, I don't know. That felt really bad. <laughs> just the dad really got, really got me. Yeah. The shopkeeper. Yep. Yeah. That uh, scene of him just like trying to do his best, but he was like beating him because he thought, you know, he was angry. Well, he thought, yeah, he thought he messed up, and then he realized, and then George is like, "Don't hit me again." He's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." Yeah. Did he make? He made his ear. Yeah, bleed. yeah, his ear bleed. Yeah, yeah. he hit, it was hitting him so hard. That was yeah. Listen, back in the Girl. olden days, people just hit a lot. Is what I got from this movie. Um, that was just discipline. Yeah. Uh, Georgie uh, is an adult now, and he's trying to buy. This is, they flash forward. And he's flash trying forward. to buy the biggest and they may, luggage. And they make sure that the audience knows by freeze framing yeah. on his face. <laughs> so he's like, "Oh, is that George?" But that's, the, the but that's also ass. no. I thought that was great. Yeah. I thought that was great too. That's also you know it's also for Clarence's sake. Yes. Well, we're, yeah. we're all he is Clarence. a simple boy. <laughs> he's got the the, the, the brain IQ of a, rabbit, of a rabbit and the, the, brain the of a rabbit. but the heart of a child. Uh, George is an adult now, and he's trying to buy the biggest luggage bag he can uh, find for his worldly adventures. Uh, and his buddy Joe surprised him with an engraved. The biggest one is engraved with his name on it that Mr. Gower bought for him. Oh, he still he feels guilty about beating him. <laughs> he's just look. I, I'm sure they moved past that. Uh, he's on his, past it. He bought, he bought him a, <laughs> bought him a suitcase. He yeah. bought him off. It's yeah. been like 15 years. Uh, he's on his way home uh, when Violet walks by and flirts with him. All the boys turn their heads. One dude almost gets hit by a car. <laughs> wow, hilarious. Oh, also, also the uh, again no Pete, porn. The best thing is no like porn Pete, in the 20s. <laughs> what's the line, Pete? Pete's like, 
All right, I gotta go. I, I gotta go. Because Pete and Ernie, like the police guy and the taxi guy, are like best buds yeah. throughout this movie. He's like, all right, I go back to my I wife. Go he's check like, check on my wife. He's like, oh, a family <laughs> man, are you? It's like, like what Ernie says to him or something yeah. like that. He's just like a. Also, I don't think the cop was named Beat. Or not Pete. Bert. 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 Bert and Ernie. Bert and Ernie. Yes. Um, that, so now we know that it, where it comes yes, from. It yes, must be right. Yes, that is where it comes from. And they're God, like I'm they're so like uncultured. Yeah. Um, back at the Bailey residence, Harry is getting ready for his graduation party as George and his father sit down for one last meal before George heads out on his trip. They have a talk about Mr. Potter, who is still angry and greedy as ever. Uh, they mention they put him like his dad put him on the board. I think Peter is his, his father, Peter Bailey. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's right. Uh, they put him on the board to try and calm down, but no such luck. Uh, his dad asks George what his plans are for after college, and he says that he wants to build stuff. He wants to be an architect and design mm-hmm. cities yeah. and airfields and everything else, um, just like he's always said he's wanted. His dad asks if maybe he'd think about coming back and working at the building alone after school, and says he wants, but he says he wants to do something big and important. Lol, what a millennial. Jesus, <laughs> that's what I wrote. Uh, <laughs> I think that's just what you, you're young. You have idea, You have big plans. He's you just got, got stuff going on. You yeah, have ideas. A lot of big stuff. Yeah, he yeah, says we he says he feels like if he doesn't get away, he's just going to bust. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but then he tells his dad that he thinks he's a great guy and uh, goes to Harry's graduation party. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. While he's chumming it up with his old pals, uh, even Violet's there trying to hit on him when one of his buds asks him to dance with his sister, Mary. Uh, he feels awkward about it until they lock eyes, and then he's, like, super into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> like, some dude is trying to, like, chat her up and he just like steps in and that kind of like pisses the guy off yeah. and he's like would you just stop annoying everybody <laughs> um uh they start doing the charleston yeah which is an aggressive stomping swingy dance. type dance is that what that they're like the tra- they like made a big thing of it and they, i was like you've, I'm heard, like, you've got a the charleston. Yeah, my like, grandparents i know but I, the charleston. oh i know one dance and that's the carlton Okay, thank you. By the way, you guys can't see this because it's an audio podcast. I thought that was going to sing. I thought that was really going to deliver, and I got the most blank stares from everybody. It's not a Okay, okay, thank you. Do you know what the Carlton is? Yes. Okay, what is it? It's from Fresh Prince of Okay, just, I was just, okay. We all do what it It just wasn't good. Okay, all right. Ouch. Yikes. My own. We're trying to indulge you now. <laughs> also, <laughs> Davis did the dance. The scorned guy, who I now uh, really associate with, uh, is pouting uh, when a dude comes up and mentions the, the floor opens up. They keep mentioning like that they installed the swimming pool under the under the basketball court or whatever, yeah. the dance floor. That's like a uh, modern marvel in 1930. Yeah, pretty advanced technology there. Yeah. And so he gives him the key and he presses the button and the floor starts to open and everybody, literally everybody, but George and Mary notice and they start freaking out. And it's, George thinks that they're cheering for them for it dancing. It looks yeah. like they're cheering though. Like if, if some people are like screaming, it's, yeah. it's, uh, there's a difference between cheering and screaming. Yeah. Uh, there's but, a mix you in hear the what crowd. You want to hear. Well, then they just keep dancing harder, I guess. And then eventually they fall in, but it's like fun. So everyone else jumps in. Woo. Uh, Backfired. Yeah, even the like. Even the guy this looks like, this looks like a really expensive scene. Like, yeah. especially like being, uh, yeah, like taken on film and having to do takes of like everyone jumping in the water. Yeah, it doesn't. What as it, I remember it being a bigger room, but what they show and how far it opens is not. It's probably like a pretty simple soundstage effect, and like the pool didn't look like an Olympic swimming pool with like markers on it, so. I mean, it had to be deep enough for people to jump in that high up. Yeah. But I think it was like, I remember in my head it being like bigger. 
but right. it's fine. You're right. It's, I, it probably I thought it was really big for the time period. That was that was a cool scene, and them all jumping in the water. It was cool. fun. Because you're an expert on movies from this era. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Maybe it's my Street. lack of knowledge. I'm like, wow, they could do stuff back then. Yeah. They had water. They didn't have water. They didn't even have they, color yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have color. How yeah. do they have water? <laughs> uh, later that night, they're walking home and singing "Buffalo Girl." Won't you come out tonight? As George walks Mary home, he mentions how cute she is. Uh, she says she's 18, so legally we're all good. Uh, <laughs> he steps on the. Wait, she even says, "Would you rather yeah. I be like 17 yeah. or something?" Yeah. Like he's that. like, he's I feel like, like, "No, no, 18 is the perfect no. age." Yeah. It's like you wear. It. He said something yeah, like, "You wear it well." You wear it well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, wear 18 well. <laughs> he steps on the belt of a robe and apologizes, and she allows him to kiss her hand. Uh, but then it looks like he's gonna try and kiss her, and then she it, like turns away. This is all part of the dance. This is all part of the dance. And yeah. she keeps singing "Buffalo Girl." Uh, then he picks up a rock and is going to throw it at the abandoned old house uh, for good luck. And she tells him no, because she likes that place and she wants to live there someday. <laughs> okay, can wink. Right, we're just going to plant that. Uh, he chucks the rock and nails the glass. And she asks him, because the idea is like, if you hit the, break the glass, you, you get, get a wish. wish. Yep. And yeah. because people have been doing it, there's not a lot of glass left. So, we're, so now rare. wishes are harder. Right. So he hits it. It's and like she asks, the Infinity Gauntlet. But they both it's really are. Hard. It's really try. hard to get. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, she asks him what he wishes for, and he says a bunch of things. He knows what he's going to do tomorrow, and the next day, and the day after that, and whatever, whatever, whatever. He's going to go travel the world and see Italy, and Greece. Two days away from retirement, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, visit the Parthenon. And then he's going to come back to college and see what they know. He's the way he was like, oh, "I'll come back here to college and see what they know." And yeah. then, like, <laughs> it's just he just sounds like how like my grandparents talk sometimes, like especially when I was younger and they were younger and more like lively. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean. There, most of them are all dead now, but like they're just there's like they have like a a humor and a and a timing that just is sort like of a classic to the way they, they yeah. talk. It's like really like smart and like sarcastic, but like in a, a weird approachable way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, and then he's gonna go be build things. He's gonna build buildings and airfields and bridges. Uh, and then she throws a rock and hits the glass because wow, we got two fucking pictures here. Uh, <laughs> uh, he asks what she wished for, but she coyly walks off and sings and won't tell him. Mm. Uh, but you know we're gonna we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we we'll got it. Uh, and then he does the famous. What do you want, Mary? You want the moon? I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. Uh, and then he goes on and on great, and on. Great moment. Uh, great totally from wrong Bruce, from Bruce Almighty. Not on Definitely a not on a balcony. <laughs> Definitely yeah. not on a balcony. It's fine because there is a guy on the porch balcony. Because Jim Carrey was on the balcony during that scene, and he actually pulls the moon down. Yeah. You were thinking of fucking. Bruce Almighty the whole time. Yeah. That's what he said. We yeah, said yeah. that that's earlier. What, that's what oh, I thought you were really seeing the scene. You, so, no, I, I was going no, no, no. to they showed on the TV, they show the actual scene. Right. And then he, but no, he no, mirrors no, no, no. it on the balcony. Yeah. So no, you, my yeah. brain just grabbed Bruce Almighty. That was it. My brain grabbed I thought maybe that you reference. grabbed the scene from Bruce But you no, actually no, grabbed that's Jim what, Carrey. That's what I meant when I said it earlier. He got the balcony part from Bruce Almighty. Yep. I definitely did. Look, it's, so cultured. It's that's like, <laughs> I mean, it, no, it happens. South Park yeah. like watched a parody of Inception and uh, copied that. People people <laughs> accidentally like you in your mind you mix things up. But uh, he keeps going on and on. He's like, "Am I talking too much?" And then some mm-hmm. old dude on a porch is like, "Yes. Why don't you kiss her instead of talking her death?" Yeah. And then they go have a, a little back and forth. Uh, and then Mary runs off, but the belt gets caught under his shoe again, and she's the naked, hiding. She's naked in the yeah. hydrangea bushes. 
Yep. Uh, instead of giving her the, the robe back, uh, <laughs> immediately he taunts her. Literally every line here is gold because the writing is really, just that good. So I'm not going to write all that. Bit, there's really good bits here. Yeah, yeah. he's like, oh, hold I was, on. I was uh, laughing hard. <laughs> this is a situation you'll find yourself in every day. And she's like, I'll tell your mother. Well, she's up around the corner. Yeah. And it's like, I'll tell the police. Well, they're over there and, and they'll be probably be on my side. Yeah. Oh, maybe I should sell tickets. Yeah, it was all gold. <laughs> yeah, it's a really great scene. But then just as things are about to get good, his uncle and brother show up to tell him that his father had a stroke. So he takes off. Yeah, they do the real yeah. bummer. Every, he just, it's he all so many moments are about to go awesome for him and then get under. That's the point. That, that that's life. that's yeah. life. You got it. Yeah. It's not always wonderful. Isn't there a song? That's life. That's, that's something, life. whatever. It's it, basically, it's kind of like this. Yeah, you're right. Uh, a few months later, we find out that George has stuck around to make sure all the building and loan affairs are in order after the death of his father. Uh, Mr. Potter. He died that night. Yeah, yeah they, he, he, he died. From the he didn't yeah, make it. They, yeah. Uh, Mr. Potter moves to dissolve the company, which pisses everyone off. Uh, then he goes on to shit all over uh, Peter Bailey, saying he wasn't a businessman, that he's ruining the country by filling people's heads with silly ideals instead of building a thrifty working class. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. That, yeah. doesn't have any, that doesn't have any play. Yeah. Now. Uh, George is none too happy about this and goes on an impassioned speech about how like hardworking the community is and if they're the people that are going to be doing the brunt working of the living and mm-hmm. the working of the dying, at least they should be able to do the living and the working and the dying with like a decent house. Jimmy Stewart would have voted for Bernie Sanders. <laughs> what's, what's great is there's a lot of impassioned speeches in here where they like, it's they act it like he he'll say something and then stop himself and go on a different tangent. But then always a couple back, times, yeah. and then like even Mr. Potter and one of his things do it. It's just like it's like really good. Natural. It feels like off the cuff. Yeah, angry, yeah. and then oh, yeah. Jimmy Stewart yeah. excels at that like manic like. Let anger. me just give you the truth, like the yeah. righteous anger yeah. Yeah. thing. Um. Uh. Yeah, I'm paraphrasing. A real good bit it changes the hearts of everyone on the board, and they vote down uh, Mr. Potter's motion to dissolve the company on one condition. George has to stay on. No. Uh, and he tells him, no. He literally has all the one thing ready to go to college. He, he already he already gave up his like super sweet pre-college vacation yeah. for it. And he's like, no, I, I got to go to college. And, Europe. No. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, uh, and then his uncle is their guy. Um, but the guy's like, nope. And if you don't stay, they're going to vote with Potter. Um, so back in Angel or back in heaven, the angels are talking about uh, – George and Clarence guessed yeah. that he didn't end up going to college. Yeah, he's a simple boy. He had to, <laughs> he had to figure it out. And the, I see oh, how actually, the story is going. No, this is the part where I'm like, Clarence is just like on the level. I know. Like, I know. It, it, just, Joseph's just really mean. Um, he wasn't wrong. Everybody, people are starting to talk in heaven. Yeah. Because he doesn't have his wings yet. Yeah. yeah. People are asking questions. Back in heaven, the angel's talking about George, and Clarence guesses that he didn't end up going to college. And Joseph, the angel, mentions that not only did he not go to college, he also gave all the money that he saved up to go to college to his brother Harry so he could go to college instead. He's he a good be- guy. Yeah. He became uh, a football star, second-team All-American. Brian Odom, you guys know sports. What does that mean? Uh, Okay, so first-team All-American is, is basically uh, like every position on a football team. It's it's the best person at that position. It's like a theoretical all star. Yeah. Team. So second team would mean that he's the second best player at his position in the country. So, Which I never even say what that is. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah. don't. They're, you're just a a to football that. position. Um, I've heard that term so many times over the years, and I never knew what that meant. Yeah, but it means and he's I never good. questioned it either. He's, he's good, really right? good. Yeah. But he's, like he's, he's good, like he, NFL quality. Did NFL? Did the NFL not pay well in the 30s? 
No, <laughs> I don't. I don't feel like NFL I mean, had money till like TV. It, it like, cost a hundred dollars to start an NFL franchise in the 1930s. Oh my god, guys! Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, we, we need, need a, a time, time machine. machine. <laughs> we could have gotten in on the ground floor. We could have gotten um, out of the NFL yeah, yeah. before there were moral implications. <laughs> um, four years later, uh, and George is talking to his uncle about all the exciting job opportunities abroad while waiting for Harry to get home. He's got all these all these beautiful little pamphlets of little dreams. Each one folds out into a whole dream. A whole chart. Talking Just about engineering jobs and other jobs. Uh, but they're waiting at the train station for Harry to get home from college, where he is going to then... Take over the building and loan so that George yep. gets to go. Perfect. It's, it's George's it's gonna, It's all going to work his out. Time. It's his time. And it's going to happen. For reals this time. Uh, totally. Harry gets off the train and mentions that, surprise, he's married. Um, and his wife's there, and she mentions that her father has a job offer for Harry, uh, much to the displeasure of George. Um, he talks to her about it, and he finds out that it's a really good research job at a glass company. Um, and then later, they're having a welcome home party, and uh, George is having a cigarette, and he... Pulls out his adventurous little job opportunity pamphlets and throws them throws, throws them away, away. <laughs> um, knowing that he's gonna he'll let his brother go live that life and he'll do his thing. Um, Always helping others. Mm-hmm. Uh, then his mother comes up and starts uh, unsubtly chewing his ear off about how Mary is back in town from college and how she lights up whenever he's around, and then he should basically just go get her. Um, he like plays along. He acts like he's gonna go over to his house. He, his drunken uncle earlier in the scene when he sends him home was like, I just point me in the right direction. And he like points him in the direction. He walks off and hits something. It's like, I'm okay. <laughs> um, but it's, you know, the 30s. So I guess alcoholism is funny. Um, <laughs> his, it's old timey drunk. But he does the same thing. He's like, all right, point me in the way. And so she points him like to the left. And so he like walks off. And then all of a sudden he like comes back, goes the other way. And, uh, He's not going to go down, down that road. <laughs> yeah, he's uh he just is strolling down the main street uh when Violet sees him. She's talking to two two boys, but she leaves them behind. Although tells him to stick around. Stick for a around, boys. <laughs> In case I might be back out. if this doesn't work out. Yeah, yeah. and and the, she approaches him and he says, asks her if she wants to go hiking barefoot in the by the falls in the moonlight and do a bunch of super romantic stuff. And but she's not really into it because she likes her fur coats and her whatever. And she's whatever. a city girl. <laughs> yeah, and then so somehow an entire crowd has appeared around them at this point, and they all ridicule. Him and laugh because because he's romantic. Yeah, he because wants to take her on a romantic so adventure. Where yeah. did they come from? I don't know, but people are cruel. Um, I think they just saw her. They were in, they were all in their various bars, bars, and billiard halls, and then oh, oh yeah, Violet's out. outside. Violet's outside. I better go see this. And he probably all, helped all of them like get into houses too. Yeah. They probably all were in debt to him. Yeah. yeah. But made fun but, of him. But they're going to ridicule him. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he, he strolls over to Mary's house, and they have uh, a cute exchange from the window. Uh, he tries to play cool, but she's like, your mother phoned ahead and said you were coming. And uh, <laughs> so they, they just have this like adorable scene where she's like playing super cute. She has the Buffalo Girls on vinyl. Uh, some She, I guess, commissioned uh, an artist yeah. to draw George, George Lasso's <laughs> The Moon comic. And then he's just being like, angry and frustrated and curmudgeonly and yeah they, she comes in and sit down they talk about marriage and he's like oh it's fine for other people but he doesn't want it and then she's like what do you want and then her mother comes in and, and is like what are you doing down there like and then she's like he oh he's making vigorous love to me <laughs> um and and she was cool with that by the way she was like oh she was like oh yeah, but like, she's like oh 
Oh, I guess I'll I, go back upstairs. Yeah. She probably knows that it wasn't real, but uh, she. It doesn't seem like she likes George, though. Like she's telling uh, Mary to like, oh, Sam was calling about you. You should really talk to Sam. Yeah, well, Sam. Yeah, so George is about to storm out, and then she takes the call with Sam, um, and she pretends to be like over enthusiastic about it. Uh, but then Sam's like, oh, George is there. Put him on the phone. And he puts him on the phone, and he tells. Um, He's the E-Haw guy from earlier, but yeah, uh, he tells him. That's how you know. That's how you know yeah. he's the same guy because yeah. he E-Haws. Yeah, it's yeah. like he's like he's a grown ass. Literally man. every scene he's every in. scene he's in, he's got an E-Haw. Yeah. And then so when you're like, oh, oh, you yeah. always know. Oh, yeah. And then when he it's telegrams right later, it's he says E-Haw at the end in the fucking telegram. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, but he said, tells him that he wants to open a, a factory, or he wants to. He's got a business venture that he's getting off the ground that it turns soybeans into this plastics. New fa- this newfangled technology called plastics. Yeah. Plastics. Uh, and he wants George in at the ground level. And uh, oh, George so, sells him. So well, yeah, I know. Uh, George sells him on the idea of building a factory, not in New York, but in Bedford Falls to help the local economy. There's a place that, like, Potter shut down. He's so that he good. could, like, he's help him out. He's such a good guy. He's also, like, a, a workforce that had been laid off that yeah. needs, uh, needs also, a job. Also, he should have gotten a, some sort of finder's bonus or something for that. I'm oh, yeah, he could have gotten some stock for that. Uh, By gets, the way, he gets back to the yeah. time machine thing. We could have gone in. We could have gone in if we were in the 30s on football <laughs> and, and plastics. <laughs> we would have been fucking billionaires. Like, <laughs> well, and didn't they not? Didn't oil not really get big until around like World War II ish? So we could have gotten early on oil and really just made a, yeah. Yeah. a run for it. Also, yeah, no moral issues on plastics. plastics. No, no moral issues on football, football. No moral issues. Oh, what's yeah. wrong with what plastic, every fossil fuels, and concussions? Trauma, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anyways. Uh, yeah, and then he says he wants to get him on the ground floor. And then he's like going off. And then, you know, George had enough. He like drops the phone. He's like, I don't want to do plastics. And I want to get married. And I want to do this. I don't want to do this. I want to do my own thing. I want to be me. I want to do me. And then he just like starts like very aggressively handsy and smooching Mary, and they, it's it's a consensual smooch. They just very, start, very yeah, they start doing yeah. the old timey. Like, this is neck. one of the few I think in like older movies that's actually like that's generally accepted as consensual. Yeah, there's, there's some yeah yeah they're they're just, good. They're, they're, they're just, necking right. I mean, yeah. They're necking. People people kiss for the first time. That's just how it works. You know. It was just a, it was a very passionate, yeah. little sloppy kind of yeah. kind of face. Smashing. I'll tell you, yeah. love is sloppy. That's, yeah. that's you heard it here first. And and on that note, and on face face swapping. Yeah. The the, the next thing. Uh, let's uh. So on that note, let's take a break. And we're back. And the next thing we see is them getting married. Uh, they're super happy, and they're literally in a cab on their way to the most adventurous honeymoon ever. He's got $2,000 in $2,000 1930s money. Was it that quick? They cut from that scene to them getting married? Yeah. Yes. It, it like, fades to Also, that. it's the so. 30s. You kiss once, and you <laughs> and get married. married. Also, we jumped through his whole goddamn life. <laughs> so, yeah, this is... I, I bet you that time jump is still real small. Like... Yeah. <laughs> Like they were planning the wedding the next day. Yeah, uh, they're they're on the road when they see a ruckus at the building alone. Uh, so they stop and George pops in and Uncle. Don't asks, stop, George! You were so close. Well, I guess I guess they see a ruckus at the bank, but then they stop and they pop into the, the building alone. And uh, he asks was this his uncle, supposed to be the depression? Yes. This was yes. the depression. This right? was that, that's yeah. they retroactively. What I gathered. I don't. I don't yeah. They say it 
They say later, later in the movie. Right. So when yeah. like when like Potter took when advantage. He's like, we were the only guy. You and right. I were the only ones that he's made like, it through. No, you were just yeah. taking advantage of people. Yeah, yeah. So he pops in and asks him what's going on and says that, like the banks uh, are calling them on their loans and they gave the bank all their cash and it still didn't cover it. Um, Mr. Potter then calls him up and offers to cover everyone's loans or shares or whatever. For um, 50 cents on the dollar. He says yep. he'll pay, yeah, 50 cents on the dollar. Uh, I wrote a note. Very Guys, Trumpian. I'm really bad at money stuff. Can somebody explain what all this means? So I think it's just they own All the shares. banks shut down. All the, and they own, and they could, so they're trying to get all their money out. And everyone's trying to pull it out. To pull right. their shares okay, out. That's but the only one that's like. The, bag. So he's like the only one that's cash rich is Potter. Who's yeah, so right. he's like, I can give you money now, but you got to give me your shares. So then he would have owned. So then he gets control of everything, okay. essentially. Okay. Which is, I'm sure, what really happened. Yeah, yeah. Well, I said, well, whatever the case is, everyone's freaking out and tries to withdraw all their money all at once. And George has to explain that it's not like there's a safe in the back that has all their cash. Their money is tied up in each other's houses, and there's a sixty-day mm-hmm. wait period before they can get all their money back. Mm-hmm. Uh, some short-sighted jackass comes in with cash, saying Potter is paying fifty cents on the dollar, and one dude's like, "Half of my money is better than none of it," and the mob is about to bail. Then George gives another impassioned speech about. Uh, you know how everyone needs help each other, and he starts giving out. Oh, and he looks. Well, first he looks at that. Uh, what was that saying above the picture or under the picture of his dad about like? Oh, it's like uh, you all, you can only take with you what you give away. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is like a sweet little bit. <laughs> it's important. Um, his dad. A picture of his dad is in many key scenes, like watching over him, which yeah. I find oh. very interesting. Oh. Yeah. yeah, and that that one was really obvious, but like later in the movie when he's like like freaking out uh yeah it's like there's a picture of his dad and stuff so that's a visual motif that his dad's watching watching him and he's always following sort of the morals of his that his father gave to him yeah um then uh yeah he starts handing out his uh own vacation money to people to help them cover their immediate expenses until the bank opens up in a week the first guy who's the biggest dick he's like i need 240 dollars no no what do you need to survive a week $240. Like, oh, okay. oh, you're, you're just going to be the asshole. Well, and then, and then okay. the next guy's like, 200 and he's like, come on, what do you need for the week? He's like, 20 He's like, thank you. And then one's like, can I get $17.50? He's, he's like, like oh, uh, I love you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what I did, why did they have to... They, so they would go out of business? That was the money part that I didn't get. Would They would be out of business if they closed their doors before 6 o'clock? Those were, those were the stakes? I think it just meant that, like, everybody would know that they were in trouble. Oh, okay. And, like... I'd try they, to take like, their money out. Like, if their door was closed, they'd go to Potter, is like, so I think, okay, or, yeah, I think what yeah. the, uh-huh. the read was. So they... Uh, but anyways, he, he helps everyone out, at the <laughs> and they and at the end of the day, they have literally yeah, yeah, two, two dollars. Two dollars. <laughs> um, uh, they're about to have uh, wedding cigars when Mary calls him uh, and has him go to the house they threw stones at when they were younger. Um, some of the townspeople have helped Mary set it up. Like, well, it was Mary. also her. It was also her sort of initial idea to give away the honeymoon money. That's true. Yeah, that's that's an point. she, she came in to the building and, and held yeah. up the money. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Dude, this scene is beautiful. Yeah, this, this is a great this, one. This is a crying scene. Yeah, it's like a happy one. They, they, yeah, they, yeah. Uh, they helped their setup to be the bridal suite, complete with pictures of travel posters and a Hawaiian record that's spinning on the little on the fire. Rotis- the it's, ro- it's rotating the rotisserie. Um, it's funny because then when it runs out, Bert and Ernie sing the sing rest of the it. song. <laughs> Bert and Ernie is, is the secret love story of this movie, by the way. They, they like legitimately, even both timelines are like best friends. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like a. <laughs> just like oh you're, oh, oh you're a family man yeah. are you 
No, they all get they all violet. They all like woo. Yeah, they all yeah. like violet. Yes. <laughs> um, in public, they all like violet. Uh, <laughs> where are we? Yeah. Uh, so, we're in yeah, a beautiful scene, and George, everyone's crying. Yeah, it's raining, yeah. and then he starts smooching with Mary, and then she mentions that this is what she wished for all those years ago when she broke the glass. Yeah, it's great. Oh, I thought you were like, mm, I, I don't, don't know so. about that. Like, oh, <laughs> no, no. That was a heartwarming Bullshit, noise. Mary. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, sometime later, we see George helping a man get his own house, Martini, uh, in Bailey Falls. Meanwhile, Mr. Potter's loan collector shows up, uh, shows him a map of how, like, the Bailey homes, because he has, like, Bailey Falls is his own, uh, his own, like, real estate development, I guess, or, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, Which, hey, that's pretty good. I've been, mean, like... He's developing like a bunch of homes. Yeah, I don't, he's doing, like, he is doing pretty well yeah, for himself. Right. The, so yeah. He's not, well, but he's not taking point. any of the money. It yeah. sounded like he wasn't even aware that he was giving people such good deals. No, he is. He no, was, yeah? no, he okay. was very aware. Yeah, he's just the, the he's just a good dude. But he has this, a suburb named after him. That's well, Mr. Tough. Mr. Potter's yeah. loan collector is the one who's like, he's helping these guys and he's only charging them half what they're worth. Like, yeah. he's doing yeah. that whole bit. And he's like, he's like, I, I, you need to like do something about this. Um, and then uh, yeah, he was like, I, "I'm gonna go work for him." Yeah, uh, George meets with his old buddy Sam, hee-haw, uh, who is <laughs> rich now from the plastics business, and invites George and Mary to come vacation with them. But George says he can't get away. Uh, Sam mentions to his wife uh, that he offered uh, George in at the ground level, but George turned uh, him down cold. And as he walks back to his car, George just kicks the car door and well because he drives off in a fucking in a rolls nice royce yeah. or some shit and yeah. she has like he has all these coat on and like, he's got jewelry. his car from the 20s that like barely works the door doesn't even open yeah plastics there's money in them there's money uh, there's always money in a plastic stand <laughs> uh just tell the penguins george visits mr potter uh who reminds him that he owns just about everything in the town except for the building and loan uh, and that somehow, like, George Bailey, the Baileys have always, like, kept him from getting everything. And they got through the Depression. Yeah, but, and that they're the only two people that, like, got through the Depression, uh, but he knows that George Bailey hates the building and loan almost as much as he does, because throughout the whole time, uh, George has been like, I don't want to work there, it's my yeah. dad's, it's like, it's just a penny and dime, it's like, there's nothing there, it's not exciting, it's just dumb thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, he knows that, George is young and hungry and has always wanted to get away and see the world his entire life. So he's offering him a job, a three-year contract for $20,000 a year, which is apparently a king's ransom back in the day. Or it's a starting YouTuber's salary. Well, (laughs) 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 you work at old companies. Uh, Um, (laughs) Wait, how much did he say he was currently making? Like 40 bucks? 40 bucks a week or so. So, No, 45. So, uh, yeah, I did the math. The... What Potter was offering him was like almost four hundred dollars a week. Jesus, what is that in what is that in twenty nineteen money? Does anyone? Yeah, know? did you I do didn't, the, You didn't do no, the, I didn't do that. But didn't do inflation. <laughs> what? But Conversion. compared to what he was making, it was ten times more. You're right. You're right. And he was like, yeah, and, and you know, you're saving what, like a uh, fifty cents a week or something yeah. like that. <laughs> uh, fifteen bucks. Oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, right, and if you have a kid, then that all goes away. So um, oh, this is all too accurate. Yeah, this is, this is real. Yeah. George George gets really excited for a second and asks for twenty four hours to think about it, but then he like he shakes hands with him and is like and then like oh. wipes off the gross of his yeah. grime and then is like no I I know what you're trying to do and um, it's just not gonna happen. I don't know, man. Maybe you should have taken the twenty four hours just to just to think about it. No, just uh, to give it an old ponder. Because if he works for him, then everyone the whole town dies. 
Uh, did, uh, did you guys know that um, Lionel Barrymore, the, the actor that played Mr. Potter, is like Drew Barrymore's great uncle? Huh. It's who you know. It is who you know. Huh. <laughs> yeah. By the way, it was uh, about 300 grand. Oh my uh, god. A Wait, year. Oh, oh just, my. You typed in $400. No, or, oh, no. you did 20,000. Yeah, 20,000. So, okay. um, grand whoa. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, and in get, the Midwest, oh that'll that'll gosh, really that'll stretch. Really go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's great. Um, as he's he's back at home and he's talking to his turn, family. He turns it down. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's like, but the, he keeps the cigar. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But, I wonder if he ever got that box of cigars that he promised him. <laughs> well, wait. probably did. So then he he uh, he meets up with Mary that night, and then she tells him that she's pregnant. Yes. So as I was saying, <laughs> you said family. You jumped ahead of her. He didn't he, have a family or he yet. Was, he was back at home. He was tucking in her, and he's like literally in his head as he's walking around in the dark. His thoughts about how he wants, he knows what he wants to do tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And Mr. Potter's things play through his head, uh, and he's just like sitting in the dark, then ruminating. She's, then she's and then she starts singing no. Buffalo Girls again. And then George asks why he chose. She chose him over everybody else in this town. And then she mentions that he wants her baby to look like him, and that's her way of saying that um, she's pregnant. Yep. Thank she's you, pregnant. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> yeah. But if you want to do the rest of the episode, it's fine. I th- oh, that I, was I'm a really long-winded way to get, tell us that her, she was pregnant. <laughs> oh. I thought I was worried you skipped it. You said family. He's, but but he's tucking her in. It. They have a boy, and then they have a girl. Uh, Mary spends three days remodeling the house. George is still fighting out Mr. Potter. Then war hits. Everyone does their part at the Red Cross in the USO. Mary has two more kids. Sam uh, made even more money selling his plastics to the military. Mr. Potter ran the draft board. Uh, Mr. Gower sold war bonds. And Harry was an ace pilot and war hero. Not George, though, because of his ear. He was the air raid warden. <laughs> I love that shot when he blows the whistle. And some guy like wakes and up and is like, like angry at him. Yeah, all pissed off about so, it. Yeah, I'm the fucking air raid This warden. was a cool montage. Yeah. At, at, um, probably half of that footage was just from his other movies, too. Yeah, <laughs> like, do you think they shot it with like a, like projectors in the background? Oh there, oh, there absolutely was a, couple, was a screen that they were on. That, projectors. That's, yeah, today's yeah. like green screen version. There's a couple right. projections. Yeah. yeah. Projections. yeah. Uh, uh, so but, they, I mean, they he was show a big World War like oh, he shot probably a lot of that footage for World War II propaganda films. So well, it's probably his own library. Yeah, that's probably his own. So, like, library. do you want to shoot? Uh, so like, I got it actually. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> and they were good shots too. Like he had like planes crashing. Yeah, like that shit was that shit was probably like real. real footage. Yeah, <laughs> people probably died in that. Footage. People, actual people probably yeah. died in that footage. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the weird part. I forgot what, what was on TV a couple years ago where I was watching World War II footage and I'm like, this is like literally really people people dying it's weird it's not like a movie it's like yeah. it's just it's mm, it's yep, weird uh-huh. when you know that it's real um they so mr potter's in charge of the draft board is it because he was like one a because one iron, a because irony was like, he is the is the thing that he's like sending people to die is that is that yes, like what the, yes, okay. the rich because, always send pe- people the, yes. you know we're laying, working we're class to war and they go to yes. die yeah he, he's like sort of the singular version of all problems with everything in one person, but it works for the story. Yeah. Um, but, and he like looks over when he's like, one uh, a, so it's like, I think he's even sending questionable people there to yep. whatever, but, um, but not find- his kids. You're right. Bone spurs. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. Roasted. Got him. Uh, we find out that Harry has been awarded the congressional medal mm-hmm. of honor. Uh, and then, you know, Harry's George is chatting with him on the phone and a bank examiner arrives to meet with him. And then we see uncle Billy at the bank 
about to deposit all of their money. Uh, this, this part, like the hubris of Billy. Uh, and then Mr. Potter city. comes in and he like takes yeah. his newspaper and is just like roasting him about how good the the Bailey boys yeah. are. And then he somehow leaves his thing of. I will say they plant the seeds that Billy. Is, he's a Uncle for, Billy he's is a forgetful a, guy. He has yeah. like, but it's like in your hand, and he. Uh, it's, it's, I, mean, I don't fold, know. He All folded the, it up in the newspaper. Just, there was never so his commotion going on with their like. He's like patting him on his. I don't know. He, he, a lot he, happened in he's that bragging. scene. He's bragging. There were a lot of jump cuts. It, it kind of looked like, um, like he was bribing him. Like he was just like, oh, a little bit for your troubles or something like that. But no, he just like forgot nope. it in the newspaper. Just, mm-hmm. Yep. Just drops it in yeah. his lap. Yeah. I don't understand how or why, but it's just, you know, sometimes he's a forgetful guy and movies have to happen. Um, this this is a very so the movie will happen moment. We're just like, you're the guy that handles the money always and you're this forget Like, you're super forgetful in these scenes. It's surprising but somehow, that it's been like 15 years and he hasn't done this before. Yeah. Like, why would anybody <laughs> let you do anything? Um because he has a crow. <laughs> we never crow's brought up the crow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a, has he a, he's a pet crow. crow. It's really <laughs> weird. And no one addresses it. It's nope. just there. It's, it's just there. Around. Sometimes yeah. it's he's, autumn. Yeah. yeah. He's a weird guy. But, uh, yeah, so he basically can't find the money. He looks everywhere and runs out. Um, back at the bank, uh, George is lending money to Violet, who is broke, but she wants to get a fresh start in New York. Because um, she's a, Im- implied divorce. Yeah. Divorce yeah. yeah. Gives him yeah. a big old kiss on the cheek. Leaves, leaves the giant uh, lipstick. Yeah. And then uh, Uncle Billy tells him he can't find uh, the money, and so they retrace all their steps looking for it. Um, they can't find it, and George understandably loses his cool, and he's like, this means bankruptcy, scandal, and prison, and he's not the one that's going to be going to prison, and he, like, shakes him and, like... I mean, it's it's understandable that he just yeah, breaks All him. of our money. He's going to prison. Yeah, all like- of our money. Yeah. Uh, and so then he, like, walks back home, uh, completely, like, broken and disheveled, and his family is so excited. They're getting ready for this party they're going to have. Because it's Christmas mm-hmm. Eve, by the way. Yep. It's Christmas yeah. Eve. Yeah. Because it opens on this, like, the, 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 a lot of the movie isn't Christmas, but yeah, it's all framed around Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, everyone's excited to see him. They're decorating. He's distraught. He's complaining. They always show him on the staircase up, up to his house. Like the, whatever you call the little knob on the top of the stairs. Oh, right. Always comes it's off. Always breaks off. It's like his, like, it's, it's like his, his like, like creaky step. step. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so um, not everything's perfect. There's mm-hmm. always something broken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he tucks in his sick daughter, and they have this kind of cute scene about the flower, and he keeps some of the petals in his pocket. Uh, and then he shouts. He just, at, he just lies to the kid. He's wh- like, "Yup, totally fixed it, but it'll, it's important for later." <laughs> it's, it's like, fa- it's, yeah, right. it's like father daughter, and it's not even that important later. I, uh, it's redundant actually, because there's a bunch of other. Because there are several other things that ground him in reality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he has other totems in, right. in this dream <laughs> in, in world. But um, that like banister thing they reference in Christmas Vacation, I think, because uh, I watched that recently. Oh. Probably this actually might be the genesis of this. There is stair bits in tons of things. There's always that loose step. It's that, all, yeah, it's always it's always something of your of life like, or of your relationship. That they thing that the, you never get around to fix. That yeah, that yeah. It's really simple, easy, whatever. But um, uh, the. I guess the the teacher calls to see checking on the daughter, and so he grabs the she phone. Was sick. And, yeah, she got sick because she was out. <sighs> she got sick because she won a flower, and she didn't want to close her jacket because it would crush the petals. It. Yeah, and so she got it cold. 
It's it's, it's also, 1940s. It, 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 but fairness, it's also important. Mr. Gower's like kid died from the like, right people yeah. right. It's, people he lost from hearing people from it. take illness very very seriously in like the 1930s and 40s because the result in a lot of cases is you die. You yeah. just die yeah. of yeah. a cold. So he gets on and chews <laughs> out the the teacher, and then her husband gets on and he's, he chews out him. He's like, yeah, oh, anytime you want to go, we'll. We'll, we'll throw it down or whatever. We'll just plant that seed for later. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it flowers. It, it blossoms quite quickly. Yeah. Uh, um, he, everyone's like just d- doing too much. And he just like, yeah, the, he like it, kicks a bridge and starts breaking shit. Well, his daughter's like playing on the piano. Old, yeah. Hard old or whatever. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. She keeps playing it. They're all doing stuff. The kid keeps asking how to spell these really funny, like you t- like a uh, Christmassy words. And he's like, what am I? A dictionary? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, he, he like, breaks a model bridge. Yep. And he bra- yep. he loses his temper. He, like, breaks all of his dreams. Yeah. Um, you're right, yeah. yeah. Uh, the kids, he, like, he tries to apologize, but everyone's, like, really freaked out. The kids are, like, mm-hmm. like crying, and he just kind of runs off. They all are like, is he okay? And that's, this is where they, this like, is where they're like, pray for we him. Pray for, mm-hmm. pray for daddy. Um, Mr. Potter really enjoys, or what is it? Oh, yeah. He runs off. He goes to Mr. Potter asking for help. Mr. Potter is smarmy as hell and really enjoys it. And taunts him about how far he's fallen, and mentions that because uh, he's like, I have a, like, do you have any loan? Do you have any money? Like, I, any you assets, can have collateral? Right. And he's yeah. like, I, I have just want to give you money uh, out yeah, of policy. charity. Yeah, he has like a fifteen thousand dollars life insurance policy, but it's only worth five hundred. He has like five hundred dollars worth of equity in it. Yeah, or right. Yeah, equity. Yeah. Yeah, and so Mr. Potter mentions that he's worth more dead than alive. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh-oh. Oh. Uh, I've read Death of a Salesman. And <laughs> and then he's like, uh, well, you know, since I'm also on the board, uh, I'm gonna I'm calling the police. And he says he's misappropriation of funds, malfeasance, and a bunch of other things, and has him like, a warrant for his arrest. A warrant, yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. Um, so now he's for sure going to prison. There's no way. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Or I mean, at least there's an investigation. But uh, but going to going to him is like. He's not well, assured it because he's also, on him. I mean, also the other big the other big problem is that he takes his loans. He doesn't even this he doesn't is George, write them down. George's this is George's fault. Where a lot of times he's like, I know you're good for it. Yeah, they're and all handshake. They're all handshake deals. Like following yeah. his father's, he's like he's a bad businessman, but like it's all about making people happy. And yeah, he doesn't keep records. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, as we know, when he was handing out the money during the, like, no, don't worry, the depression, it's he's it's like. Oh, don't, you don't have to sign anything. We'll just shake on it. Yeah. I do think the the uncle was, like, taking notes, though, during that time period. Like, I don't... He the, does the He general, does sometimes, but he's but, super... Yeah, general the general thing is, thing is, is a lot of money. handshake deals. Yeah. yeah. Um. So now he's at Martini's, the uh, the guy's bar that he helped get a house for. And because, of course, his name is Martini. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Because, you know, the movie. Uh, but he's drinking, and he's praying for a sign from God that the husband... Uh, of, of, the of the teacher, like <laughs> clocks him hard in the face. Uh, it's good, and good answer, yeah. um, he is fr- He's trying to leave the bar, and his friends try to stop him, but he just he leaves. And the next thing you know, he's drunkenly crashing his car. God, into I it. mean, so that that shot on on his face when he's sitting at the bar, and he that was just so incredibly moving and like well mm-hmm. acted. Yeah, I was like, it, mm-hmm. yeah. that that scene blows me away. Yeah, yeah, I think. Like I said earlier, he shows so much range. Like when he's like playing the high school kid, and and now like this this disheveled, like I don't know, like at the end of his wits guy. Like I, he it's plays like a it single shot great. on his face there yeah. for a while as he's like going through all these emotions. They don't have coverage as much in, in these, yeah. in these well, I mean, things it's, too. It's so. intentional. It's yeah. It's yeah. It's just on him, and he's just. We're really seeing he's at the end here. 
This and, is yeah. And Jimmy Stewart is one of those actors where he doesn't even need a cast. He can just act to yeah. himself and yeah. talk, yeah. and it doesn't yeah. seem weird. He's just as good mm-hmm. as anything. Yeah. Um, but now he's a drunk boy. So yeah, he crashes yeah. into the the tree and then he gets out and just kind of like runs he almost gets hit by cars and he goes to the bridge and he's looking over it and he's thinking about jumping off uh but someone beats him to it it's clarence he jumps into uh, the water so george jumps in after him to save him um and then they're drying out in the warmth of some random guy who was like watching this all happens house i think it was like the, I think it was the toll taker yeah keeper. yeah the bridge keeper <laughs> oh okay yeah I, I don't know enough about the like how infrastructure like taker. works that i'm just like the maybe guy was watching bridge maybe he has to draw it yeah uh, i don't know that. they're just oftentimes in this movie seem and in other movies a third person that they like show to have a reaction to the main things that are happening mm-hmm. yeah. and even reacts to this whole next scene um so yeah they're in they're inside and they're like uh Drying out, and Clarence explains that uh, he jumped in to stop George from committing suicide because he knew that if he jumped in, George would save him. Um, Clarence says, and and he's the dumb guy. (laughs) Clarence says that he's he's, dumb by angel standards. Yeah, yeah, he's he's the answer to George's prayers, and that he's an angel second class. And that uh, freaks the, which scares the guy. He immediately books it. He's just like. Man, nope. I, guess all, I guess all you have to do is say that you're an angel. And that, well, because like, he says some other stuff, too, that gets the guy like already, where he's like, oh, I have like the, the Tom Sawyer, Huck Finn, or whatever book he has from Mark Twain. He's like, oh, you should see, you should read the new one he wrote. Like, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, dead at this point, but he's like, read it in heaven. And the guy's like, what? And that's when he's like, I'm out of here. Uh, and, and like, dashes off. Um, George is highly skeptical of the whole affair. Uh, what are you, a mind reader or something? Yeah, he mentions things would probably be better if he had off if he had never been born yeah uh, i wish this, i'd never been born at all yeah this gives clarence the idea to show him what life would be like if he was never born okay uh, and then the, so, the wind blows sharply and he's like all right all right i get it joseph yeah <laughs> this an hour and 45 minutes into the movie is when i realized that this was the plot to a very warped christmas three <laughs> there you go and I was like, oh, yeah, it was in black and white. I, I went and I looked and I saw what life was like without me. It's I great. get it now. Yep. Um, Jesse played Clarence. Yeah, yeah so. That, that sketch is just a Christmas classic. We should. So, yeah, so uh, they go back to where he crashed his car, but it isn't there. He asked the guy that lives in the house what happened to his car. And he says he ran into the tree. And the guy's like, oh, where? Oh, he left the big axe. He's like, oh, you had me scared half to death because, you know, this is one of the oldest trees in Pottersville. And he's like, Pottersville. Uh-oh. Don't get the sound of that. Um, where? Oh, I missed. I think I already skipped over the part where he basically he can hear. Out yeah. Of his oh, yeah. Ear. He said, boom. Yeah, yeah. He's not bleeding out of the mouth anymore. He's never yeah. Been born. And then his, and his, All and his injuries are here. Are healed. Oh, shit. Yeah, I did skip over that. Whatever. But you get it. Yeah. Um, his lips. He basically, all, it's all healed. Um. Never was born. Doesn't exist. Yeah. They go to the bar, but Martini doesn't own it anymore. Nick, the bartender, who he knows is, but he's like super standoffish in this. He calls them pixies. Yep. And is that an old timey, unfortunate term? Probably. Because they're talking about. He is a a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, every time a bell rings, it means an angel got its wings. Yeah. All right, you two pixies, get out of here. Because he's like, he's like, this is a, a. he has a great well, it, sales it pitch. It's like, like this bar is for people who want hard drinks and want to get drunk fat. Like yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> it's it, just in that bar showing like how different the world is because yeah, it's full on Christmas Eve. Yeah, and the yeah, they're all clearly more seedy. They're all just 
gangsters and, yeah. and well, drunks. And, and then when, when he throws him out, Mr. Gower stumbles in, yeah. and oh, he's yeah. homeless in yeah. this version of it. And he shoots him with that like old-timey, like, what is it, seltzer, seltzer water? water yeah. that, and it sprays him in the face, and everyone just laughs at uh, well, Mr. He's, Gower. He's the guy who killed the kid he with is, the he poison. He did kill a kid, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, you, you find... Okay, yeah. Okay, they talk about it in the next It's scene. in the scene. Like, no, it's on the yeah, it was right. It was right then. That's when they... No, they talk about it when they're out in the. They have no. a whole chat in the snow. No, it's right before he sprays him. He says that he. It's right after, but yeah, it's just oh. like yeah. He's like, oh, what you you know that guy? He's been in he's oh, yeah. been in prison for twenty years. Right, so right. So he's like, you must be in the slammer. But it's out in the snow right after when they leave oh, this. Right, right, right. That's like, when he that, that Clarence is like, what happened? He's like, you didn't live, so you didn't stop him from giving the right, poison medicine. The a little bit. It's no. all written. No, the bartender no, guy said it first. Storytelling. Yeah. Right, right, but it, but the explanation is what happens. Yeah. Fine. All right, cool. We got it. There we are. We're all there. <laughs> now I gotta find where I am. Uh, yeah, poisoning the kid. Whatever, whatever. We're, whatever, we're excited. We're, we're jumping the gun a little. Uh, George just can't seem to handle what's going on, so he storms off. Uh, as he walks around the town, he sees it. It's now just it's a bunch just, of casinos. It's and just dance. Back to the Future too, right now, mixed with like Music Man. It's like, oh, a billiards hall. Yeah. Are they run, they're rubber running? What was it? Rubbering around. Rubbering around the billiards hall? It's the pool. Yeah, there's there's casinos, dance clubs, and pawn shops. Uh, the police are arresting Violet. They don't really say what's going on. I think because she was in a burlesque. Wasn't that a burlesque area? The, the Kind uh, of implied. Like, I don't know what's some... illegal or legal, though. But That's the hard like, part. Is like, was, like a like, dance club yeah. is like bad. It said like girls, 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 girls. So I assume that meant like. Strip club? They're showing naughty strip, Some sort of strip club, yeah. right? Okay. Um. Yeah, he he uh he gets into the cab with Ernie and tells him to take him to the house, which in this universe they didn't fix up, so it's still the crazy person's house. Mm-hmm. And like Ernie, who still buds with Bert, like tells Bert to follow him. So they go back to the house, and he's like running around, and he's trying to like figure out what's going on. And he's like, ah, this guy's kind of crazy because the place is wrecked. Yeah. He's just running around. Yelling it's still Mary. it's still just like the decrepit old like house that scary house. People threw windows. People threw, threw rocks, rocks at their windows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the the police like come in to like arrest him and send him to like a, a, a doctor, like a funny farm or whatever they call him, like a loading bin. Yeah, funny, funny uh, bin. And then uh, uh, like Clarence bites him. Yeah, and, Clarence which, yeah. which and bites him, which he buys was, which buys right. him time to run off. And then as he's like trying to wrestle Clarence, he's like Joseph, and he teleport- get me out of here, and what? he teleports him away. Yeah, yeah. What I thought was really interesting about the way they do this is like in most like christmas movies or things of this nature like they're more like a fly on the wall like you, you know in the uh christmas carol like, they, like oh. they're not interacting with people whereas like all all the people in the town can see him and see clarence and yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know it was, it was interesting getting like the interaction instead of the fly on the wall he asked yeah. he asked god or joseph to make an alternate universe and now that universe just is in yep. the multiverse there yep. you go yeah and they're in it too um, he goes home, uh, to his like family house mm-hmm. and sees his mother, but she doesn't recognize him. And he asks, he's like about uncle Billy and he finds out that he's been in an insane asylum since he lost the, the, the company like yeah. many, many years before. Uh, Clarence so tells the him the go-to thing to do with people is throw them in insane asylums back then. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, until they dumped him out of him. Until the um, 80s. Yeah. Thanks, Reggie. Yeah. Right. Clarence, uh, tells him that like every person's life touches so many other lives. Um, and he's given him like a little bit of a spiel, but George still, still, still is just like, 
nope, it's I like, don't. No, Mario will remember me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think th- I think he this says, is why it he doesn't hit me as hard because I'm like, you've gotten like 20 examples. <laughs> yeah. Right. And Clarence is supposed to be the dumb one. <laughs> like, he, he is drunk though. To, to be fair, he's he is drunk. No, yeah. he's been cleared he's of, been all, cleared of, of all, his... all of the problems, ailments. Except that he talks like he's drunk, and he says, "I had some." He still talks about when he booze. gets in the cab. He does say, "Like I've I had, had some, I've like, had some bad, bad sauce." Or that's because that's what he thinks. That's what he thinks. He thinks he's well, still yeah, drunk. but he had been drinking earlier that night, so he just he in his mind is still feeling the effects of something. Think so. I think that which he's I, clear, I, whatever. Yeah, physically he's probably clear of the effects, but he still thinks yeah, he's he thinks under the he's influence. Drunk. Yes, so and it, it and his... we know that people can act drunk because they think they're drunk, even though you give them non-alcoholic beer. Okay, sure. He thinks he's drunk. He's he's certainly acting yeah. like yeah, right. like yeah, he was yeah. when he was drunk. Yeah. So, um, uh, he thinks he's under some kind of spell, and he's just gonna break out of it. Uh, he goes to Bailey Park, but it's just a cemetery. He sees his brother's tombstone. We found out that he died so, at the age so of nine. So they did build a suburb on, on a uh, soundstage or what? No, they built no, a suburb wait. on a graveyard. Oh, oh, that. I, I when I was watching, I was like, oh, that's kind of. Yeah, yeah, crazy. wait, yeah, they talked about that earlier. Yeah, earlier in the movie, they the movie, they were looking yeah. at the map. Yeah, they were like, oh yeah, they built it on the cemetery there. Well, all right, I guess. We're, we're I didn't know that. you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. it's like a planting, so that this makes more sense. But he doesn't really like like don't think don't think too hard about it. I mean, it's, I, it's weird because like there's it, dead people under your house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, you think it's, it's, it's a like planting? The sequel to, to this show is the cemetery. Right? Yeah, like, I mean, unless yeah. unless that was like a thing to do, but I'm pretty sure like you can't build on cemeteries. Sure, it's, yeah, it's like Look, there probably wasn't a whole lot of land left at this point in time to actually build on top of in the 1930s. The population was reaching like. A billion? Uh, yeah, a billion on the planet, so. <laughs> oh, my God. We're so screwed. <laughs> Anyways, they see Harry's tombstone. He died at the age of nine because wasn't, George wasn't there to save him. Um, George demands to, know, demands to know where Mary is, and Clarence is like, no, she's an old maid who never married. Now she runs the library. <laughs> at 30, like, she's like 30, right? 35, yeah. Maybe 35. Yeah. Actually, oh, no, yeah. she's, she's younger. A few, she's like four years younger than him. Yeah, she graduates when, she's Harry's age. Yeah, so like. She's three or four. Yeah, something like that. So like she's like thirty to thirty five. Like there's like no nope. old maid. Old, old maid. Her life is over. Glasses on her. Let's throw a put, some put her hair back. Yeah. She's done. Yep. Yeah, and being so they judged for being a librarian. Yeah, so George runs after her and like the library and grabs her, which understandably freaks her out because he's just like some random raving lunatic that's like, "I'm your husband. Don't you remember yeah, me?" That's a good reason to scream. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Uh, Bert Bert shows up and George like clocks him in the face and runs. It's okay. Ernie was there to protect him. No. Yeah. And, and runs back. Uh, yeah, he runs back to the bridge and he begs God for help. Uh, this is where he's like, "I want to live," and that whole thing. Uh, and then the snow stops suddenly, and you know when Bert shows up, he recognizes him, and he mentions his lip is bleeding, which gets him really excited. And then he reaches into his pocket for the redundant flower petals. Because he's like, oh, look, it's Susan's or whatever flower petal. Is, Zuzu, Zuzu. is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, Susan's petals. Oh, and then, I got the insurance policy still. It's right in my pocket. It's just like, cool, and I can't well, that you're was, like That one's the emotional one, I feel like. Because that's like, you know, him, he has connection with his kids. That's why he spent so much time with her there to show, look, he's still a family man. And then, yeah. Yeah. So that's the one that really matters to but, him. But the idea that like, oh, this one thing is back. Oh, like, it's just. It's fine. Yeah, whatever. Okay, sure. For emotional. The guy knew his name, too. Yeah. Who? 
Bert knew his name. Yeah, Bert knew his name. Yeah, he's back. He's back to Yeah, so that's a couple of things. Yeah, that was the first thing. Is he's like, you recognize me? He's like, yeah, we were all looking for you. Um. He runs through the town, is excited. He wishes Merry Christmas he's to all the buildings. Merry, yeah, he's screaming, screaming Merry Christmas every everything. To the and buildings everyone. and the people. He goes up to Mr. Potter. He's like, Merry Christmas, Mr. Potter. He's like, and a Happy New Year to you. You're in the, jail. In jail. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Why Roasted. That's a serious rap on Mr. Potter. <laughs> that, oh, my God. That is the rap on Mr. Potter. No, it is. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know yeah. No. He does, look, he doesn't need to get a comeuppance. I wanted a comeuppance. He doesn't need a comeuppance because... He, he, I mean, George. He, it happens off. He also yeah, mentions that screen. he's alone and has no kids and is going to die. So yeah, yeah. His um, confidence is in loneliness. Right. When he gets home, he excitedly wishes Merry Christmas to the bank examiner and the police <laughs> yeah. and the press. Assumes they're there to take him to. They jail. have. They, they are there. They have a warrant. <laughs> yeah. They. The guy's like also ready to take a picture of it. Uh, the, he yeah. kisses the loose knob on the stairs and he hugs and kisses all of his kids. Mary That's arrives great. and he kisses her with a feverish passion. You know, they have that with the kids. What kind of example are they setting? Uh, <laughs> she sits him at a table, and, and his Uncle Billy comes in with a big old basket, and they explain that uh, they found out what happened, and then she, like, told everybody, and the whole town has come to London money. Uh, they don't care how much. Mary's really they... the MVP of this shit, by the way. She has come through oh, many yeah. times. The, I mean, yes, she's like... He all he also is a wonderful too, but she she saves yes. his day right now. Yes, yeah. She saves uh, she saved his bank too by giving up their honeymoon money and mm-hmm. yeah. Um, she's a good gal. She's a swell gal and, to and have. She planned the whole uh, honeymoon yeah. like in the house thing. Yeah, she yeah. does a lot. Yeah. So maybe there. it's he has a wonderful, wonderful wife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Once they heard nice. it was that that George was in trouble, they didn't care how much money they all came to give what they could. Mr. Gower is there. Sam telegrams from London to authorize twenty-five grand. Mind you, he only needs eight thousand. So yeah, my, my question profit. is like, what what does this mean? Does this mean that he's like rich now, or does this all just go back to the bank? Or like, once he pays off the eight grand, does it all go back to them? Don't worry the, about uh, it. He's coming the, out the, ahead. I think the twenty-five thousand. I think he'd say he said he alone. pitched it he as an investment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then, then, like in the company. but everyone else was it was like you know them out of the goodness of their hearts, but pro- probably also just paying back all of the loans that they've like yeah. taken from him, yeah. all the handshake deals. And then, then in today's money, he just took in like six hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In this, in this from scene. everyone just dumping the, yeah. their money. Yeah, uh, but it's beautiful. Everyone cares yeah. about him, and no matter what, no, you start is, fucking crying. It's yes. fine. Yeah. Violet yes. uh, yeah, is there. Uh, Annie, his old moment. maid. Martini shows up. Uh, uh, even the bank examiner and all those guys are like, "Well, all right, and the, all right fine, I'll and give the, you a little." Yeah, money. the bank examiner and the the arresting officer. He doesn't give him anything, but he just tears the warrant up and throws it in the pile. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, and then his daughter plays old Anxiety or whatever that. You know the should all acquaintance be forgot? Yeah. Yes. Wait, I think it's Hark the Herald They play both. Yeah. Oh, they play both? Yeah. Um, it's Christmas. We're going to get some carols in here. <laughs> well, they during that part, they're singing Old Lang Syme because yeah. they... Uh, I don't even know what that means, but... Didn't we look it up once? It's yeah, a weird it's, song. I don't know. It's a, the New Year's song. Uh, they all sing, Harry gives a toast, the war hero, to my brother George, the richest man in town. And he actually the might be the richest man in town at that point. <laughs> Mr. Pot- Potter's Mr. Potter's Mr. Yeah, Potter's yeah, yeah, probably. Probably. Uh, he he said he like left the president to go yes. to yeah. catch a plane. Everyone uh, cares about him. Who's the president in the in the fucking when was, when was this? Truman? Truman? Was yeah, it was still Truman? Truman. Yeah. Wasn't Eisenhower yet? No, it was yeah. Truman. And then and then there's a uh, President Truman with his wiggly little legs. He left he left poor Truman to go 
to go. No, fu- that was FDR. That wasn't Truman. Oh, you're right. Whoops. <laughs> and then he has he finds the book Wait, of FDR Tom. Uh, no, yeah. I think he was dead by then. Oh, you're right. There was, yeah, a, there was, was one was sign. At some point, it was there was Truman. a sign that said, like, Truman. It was Truman. It. You're right. It's yeah. Truman. The war was over. Truman yeah. was, had already t- been president. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sick. Sorry to ruin emotion. Then he finds the the Huck Finn or t- whatever the Mark Twain Oh, yeah, book. on the top of the pile oh, yeah. was and, Mark Twain. And written in it is, Dear George, remember, no man is a failure who has friends. Thanks for the wings, Clarence. And then... So the, the bell, the, so bell, the daughter the bell, is like, the ah. ornament bell. oh, the, the ornament, ornament bell, bell and it's yeah. like, somebody's getting something. Which is funny because Nick also, I forgot, when they kick him out of the it's bar, like, hey, he's like, hey, he's like, wings. and he has like that accent, like, hey, look, a bunch of angels are getting their wings. Hey, like, oh, hey. Um, which would be funny if he but actually But in that universe, did. doesn't a bunch of angels just get wings? They're like, holy shit, wait, have him keep oh. doing it. <laughs> We're having a fire sale. And that's, and that's curtains. On uh, it's a wonderful. And everyone life. cries. It's dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, everyone cries. At it's the such end. a good, fulfilling movie. Yeah, it's wonderful. It, also, now that I'm thinking, Bruce Almighty is like just a pseudo remake of that whole movie. That's gonna be why. The, I mean, it's all just based on a Christmas Carol. We're just doing different iterations of a Christmas Carol, basically. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. this one's kind of, of the reverse. Kind of. I guess it's like it's like a riff on Christmas Carol because in Christmas Carol, it's just like Ebenezer Scrooge needs to like learn a lesson about being good whereas yeah, yeah. this is like a guy that's only been good is at the end of his rope and they're like no 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 no, no. what you what did is worth is it yes and your exactly. life is good so it's like it's like a f- spin yes, on it a, yeah it is but yeah but um yeah and then but bruce almighty feels a lot like more like this because it's in that movie isn't he also like always pat like he's passed right, up he's or like beaten down by like his yeah. job he keeps getting passed up for like an anchor anchor position and then he just sort of loses it yeah mm-hmm. so i guess it's, it's, it's yeah. even a little different from that too he also goes to a bridge to kill himself right i don't no. i don't think it ever gets to that point oh, no. Okay. But, uh, no or, no he, he, he like, no he renounces god that's what happens yeah. Oh, yeah. He, yeah yeah that's right cuz jennifer aniston is super pious in that movie <laughs> that's the hardest thing to believe <laughs> it's just like it's 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 like a religious movie where the, the religious parts are but, like it's but, weird but this, religious, time this is kind of a religious movie but it's yeah. not it, it, it all tracks it's the 40s they're all praying you get it whatever everyone, everyone alright yeah. uh, science wasn't so good back then they didn't even have plastics barely <laughs> they didn't have plastic <laughs> they were making plastic out of soybeans yeah what about oil is that how you do it well you can get so, soybean oil and then make it plastic it's actually a good idea it might be greener than oil he was onto something Oh, yeah, I don't know. it's you know it's kooky okay. back then. We're gonna, you're we're trying look into some stuff after this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sweet. So, any final thoughts on this wonderful movie? It was, it was great. Yeah, I, it, I, I was so blown away by it, and it's like one of the best, like, probably the best old timey movie I feel like I've ever watched, and it, like, I need to watch more because clearly I, it's like a gap in my. Uh, film repertoire i like truly watched like i've like lost my shit more times than i ever have in this movie i like yeah was super emotional i laughed super hard a bunch of times it has everything it has the range of emotions it gets you many times and it's just a really like wonderful character study on just a just a great guy well, and it's and it's weird that that I guess at the time they thought it was so sappy because I'm like, but it shows like a lot of harsh truth. There's a lot of like death and misfortune in it. Like, sure, it yeah. all has a really like sappy ending, but it's like 
uh, the guy went through shit. It's like a bummer because his life. Yeah. It's a bummer because he was so full of passion and he doesn't ever get to do what he wants to do because he's so busy helping everybody else. I don't know. Like it. It. I think it's not quite as sappy as they. I, but yeah. now yeah, it's I, I now it's know. remembered as a classic. So a, yeah, screw all those people. <laughs> they're plastics. But they're plastics. <laughs> and they're yeah. NFL. <laughs> and they're billiards halls. <laughs> yeah. Uh cool. Well Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. Awesome. Merry Christmas. And next everyone. year we'll do Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, because that's all another great movie. Um there we go. Sounds so great. just wait a I guess I have to wait a short year, year so, for yeah. that episode. One whole year. No, no you're not gonna watch it. Are we year. coming up on a leap year? Wanna be longer than normal? Oh god, yeah. Right? Twenty twenty is a leap year. We got an extra day. This will be the longest year that you you'll have that to you wait. Have. You have to wait <laughs> until Miracle and, and everyone's gonna have to wait for that episode. Yeah. So. Uh so sweet. Yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh be sure to rate, review, leave us uh, a good rating and and subscribe. And that'll uh, be a Christmas present to us if, is if you subscribe. That'd yeah. be great. And uh we will see you next time. Or you will hear us next time on How Did You Miss That?